Need some activities to do this weekend? We've got you covered. This is What's on Tap on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. All right. What's going on this weekend? You know how much I love music. Mm-hmm. This weekend is the Wisconsin State Polka Festival. <laughs> how fun. 44th anniversary of the Wisconsin Polka <laughs> Festival this weekend, celebrating the polka as the official dance of Wisconsin. You can enjoy That's dozens so of performances by polka bands. And don't be shy, there are free dance lessons so you can join in. There we go. I knew Adam Roberts would find me some music. <laughs> <laughs> this this puts you in a good mood. How can you not smile when you hear polka music, it right? Helps. It helps. It is happening Friday through Sunday at the Sterling Chalet in Richfield. This kind of oh, reminds fun. me of Polish Fest. Uh, yes. That is yes. coming up June 9th and 10th, I think. Yeah, it's always yes. a good time. We used to broadcast out there yeah. every year. It was fantastic. We'd get free vodka. That was fun. We oh. did. They brought big <laughs> bottles of potato vodka and left yes. them with us. I like the Tishki beer they serve as well. We need to go back there. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, if marketing's good. listening. So that's your, uh, let's so go that's back. your Polish Fest primer is uh, this weekend at the Wisconsin State Polka Festival in Richfield. You can take part in Armed Forces Day celebration. One way to honor American military members: stop by the Harley Davidson Museum Saturday. They're going to be featuring the Wisconsin Warrior Challenge. You can experience interactive military displays and participate in the Support the Troops ride. And they also have military gallery talks at 11 and 2. And you can learn the history of Harley-Davidson in the military, including HDs. They played an essential role in the World Wars. That's cool. Yeah, Saturday, 10 to 3 at Milwaukee's Harley-Davidson Museum. Told you I love music. She's back. Patty LaBelle. Oh, yeah. Remember in December, she had to stop her show in the middle due to... What was luckily a false bomb threat, but yeah. it really displaced a lot of people. Patty, back in Milwaukee, singing on stage Saturday night at the Riverside. She's a dynamic singer, a multiple Grammy Award winner. I'd say she's earned her name, nickname, the Godmother of Soul. <laughs> oh, that'd be See fun her show. Saturday night, 8 o'clock, Riverside Theater in downtown Milwaukee. And for the nature lovers, you know how much we always say, don't let... The Milwaukee Domes go away. They're a wonderful place to spend yeah. time. Well, yeah. here's a reason to go. Metamorphosis. The Lives of Frogs and Butterflies show. Lovely. Mm. You love the frogs, don't you, Grant? I do like frogs, yeah. Frogs this, are rad. This is a great place to experience them. <laughs> Stroll among colorful flowers, hyacinths, pansies, hydrangeas in bloom, illustrating the life cycles of frogs and butterflies. Just you, like polka music makes you smile, I think butterflies, so yeah, butterflies too. Butterflies too. Have you ever had frog, frog legs? Uh, I have in New Orleans, yeah. Were they good? They're they, delicious. Did you like yeah, them? I think they were fried the right way, so yeah, they were Is good. it like a chicken wing almost, if it's uh, just deep fried? I, nothing like that, what really, at all. What does it taste all, like? But every, chicken. <laughs> but you just said it wasn't like a chicken wing. You yeah, mean the shape? I just, it, it just, the, you the have to say it tastes like chicken in order to get people to eat it. Yeah, I don't think I'd eat that. Okay. Well, maybe I'd try it. From the guy who ate a scorpion at the Wisconsin State Fair. A part of one. Part of one. Deep fried, Still baby. swimming around in I his stomach. Deep fried. Yeah, I, I, I feel lightheaded just thinking about that scorpion. <laughs> I don't know when Wisconsin has a frog leg festival. I know when the cheese curd festival is, strawberry fest. I'll look into the frog leg festival. But in the meantime, see some live ones. Metamorphosis, the lives of frogs and butterflies show. Now through Monday, the 29th, Memorial Day, at Milwaukee's Mitchell Park Domes. Uh, where you guys had your wedding reception. We did have our wedding there. There were no frogs in attendance. There were two racing sausages, however. And lots of flowers. Uh, lots of flowers, yes. We saved a lot in the flower budget because it was all decked out for the holidays. <laughs> it's called Wisdom, and you supported the county parks. Probably Perfect. a butterfly hiding in there somewhere, too. Could have been. We'll it, have this information on WTMJ.com if you want more. I love it. That's what's on tap. It's 514 at WTMJ. Up next, Charles Benson. We've talked a lot about the pension crisis in Milwaukee. 
Does anybody really know what the hell that means, when it started, what that's all about? Charles Benson does. He's with us up next, plus some perspective on what's happening with the shared revenue proposals in Madison. That is straight ahead on WTMJ. It's 514. There's a whole lot going on in Madison. So Republicans yesterday in the Assembly managed to pass a shared revenue proposal with some provisions in there that Democrats uh, all voted against and that other Republicans say will not fly, including whether or not the whole proposal about shared revenue goes to referendum. And it all stems from the pension crisis that rocked Milwaukee County several years ago. TMJ4's chief political reporter is Charles Benson, and he is with us this afternoon. Hey, Charles, how you doing? Hey, good. Thanks for having me. I, I want to first get your take before we have you explain the pension crisis to us a little bit uh, on, on the latest developments. So I find this fascinating. Robin get out Voss, a scorecard. Yeah. yeah. So Robin <laughs> Voss and the Assembly Republicans pass a measure that includes the need for a referendum for the shared revenue sales tax provisions to go into effect in Milwaukee, Milwaukee County. His counterpart, Republican Devin Lemahue, in the State Assembly told me that he will not endorse that, he will not include that. And then the governor, we don't know what he's going to do. How does this play out? I mean, Robin Voss has drawn a line in the sand, it seems, Charles. Right. So here's what I say. Have a triangle. Imagine you have a, a triangle where Speaker Voss is saying, look, in this deal, you have to have a referendum to approve the sales tax. You have now the Senate leader, in the Republican senator leader, saying, no, we're not uh, committed to having a referendum. You then have Governor Evers, at least his spokesperson today, saying that the governor now supports allowing the Milwaukee County Board and the Milwaukee Common Council to vote on whether to raise the taxes. So they want to put it in the hands of the Common Council or the County Board. So you've got the Speaker disagreeing with the Senate Republican leader. You've got the Senate Republican leader and now the Democratic governor kind of on the same page. But think about it. Governor Evers, when he first proposed his idea around this, he was actually in line with Speaker Voss on a referendum. What does that all mean? Things are changing. And what it really reminds me a lot, John, and I think you were there at that time, the tough negotiations that went around uh, trying to build the Brewer Stadium. There were a lot of moving parts. There were a lot of people involved. And with this one, too, you've got the normal sort of, you know, politics being played in Madison, but you also have a mayor of Milwaukee and a county executive. There's a lot of different players here, and things are changing. I don't really know where it's going to end up, but right now, they're not on the same page. Charles, I try to sort that part of it out because you're right. I did cover those battles in Madison with you. And then a lot of the conversation took place behind closed doors. And we didn't know where people stood on specific parts of the issue. So I'm struck by the fact that the speaker, a very powerful figure in Wisconsin, comes yeah. out on the record and says, I'm done negotiating. I will not change my bill. This is what's in it. And then Lemahue comes out and says, basically, I can't That's support a referendum. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I just don't it, know where we go from here. They're both so firmly on the record. Well, and that's what's interesting. But, John, you and I have talked about this. Remember the first get-together when Speaker Voss comes in, has a lot of his uh, Republican uh, members behind him. I think uh, the mayor, Johnson, was there, county executive. They hold this first big sort of like, hey, we've got something here. We think we've got a deal. Let's move forward. And at that time, I said, where are the senators? 
Where are the senators? And then yesterday you saw Speaker Voss out there on the Capitol steps saying, we've got this deal. We're done negotiating. Here's the plan. We're going to go in and vote for it. But again, where were the senators? And I, it's been fascinating to me that when we see a lot of these stories playing out, that we don't see senators standing there, especially Senator Lemieux, standing there with Voss saying, yep, we've got a deal. And so right now, the, I, I think the interesting negotiations are between Voss and Lemieux if there are negotiations going on. And Charles, one of the reasons we're talking about all these finances and shared revenue is because the state and the city need money. And you just wrote an article about Milwaukee's pension crisis and illustrating the dynamics of that. What, what is it that we need to know about that to understand this? Well, you know, it, it really is a deep dive. I was really fortunate to talk to Rob Hankin, who's over at the Wisconsin Policy Forum. You know, he's written 30 pages on this issue. I did three minutes, okay? So, you know, it really is a deep dive. It takes a lot to understand here. But the reason why the city, one of the reasons why the city is in this fiscal crisis is because it has an obligation to city workers, especially police and fire, who make up the bigger costs of this pension, to say to them when they retire, they're going to get their retirement benefit. And over time, this pension fund ran into some trouble late 2000s because of the economy. The expectations on how fast it would grow and how quickly it would grow fell off that pattern and that chart. And that's what caused the city, which only has a limited amount of resources through property taxes or shared revenue, to start making up the difference. Well, guess what? They didn't have enough money and it was coming due. It was going to be due this year. 2023 was going to be the big year where they were going to have to have a lot more money to put in there. Fortunately, because of COVID relief money, federal dollars, and some pre-planning, they've been able to postpone that now to 2025. So the city is saying to the state, yes, we need money to help with more core services, but the one fiscal issue they have is to meet its obligation to its city workers in their pension to pay and put enough money in so people can retire on that pension. So is it as black and white, Charles, as if they don't get help, services, core services will be cut? What does this mean for residents, potentially? So that's the, that, That's what you're hearing. I mean, the city has already cut a 1,000 jobs since, I think, uh, the early 2000s, right? And those have come in fire and police. And so, yes, the, the, the thought is if the city has to keep paying into this obligation, which it's required to do, it's not like they can just say forget it. Uh, and by the way, these aren't new or enhanced uh, benefits. This is not the same thing that happened with the county where there were some enhanced benefits. This is the city. And so, yes, they would have to either find a way to make that up. And the only way people talk about making it up is through additional cuts. This time they're talking as high as 25 percent. So when you talk about that fiscal cliff, when you talk to people who understand this issue and get deep into it, it's real. It's there. And something needs to be done now versus waiting until 2025. And what kinds of workers are those people who could be cut by 25%? So that's what we're talking about. That you know, your your biggest and more most important in terms of public safety, firefighters, police, but you got DPW workers, you got library workers. I mean, you think of all the people and all the functions within the city. So these are the things and and the city's already been talking about this that what the potential would mean if something doesn't happen where they can provide 
or have an option. This is why they're looking at this sales tax. The city of Milwaukee does not have a sales tax option. There's no revenue coming in specifically to the city based on the sales tax. And that's why this conversation is now around that two cents or two percent just for the city. Charles Benson, TMJ Force chief political reporter. Always great depth. Thank you so much, Charles. You're welcome. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Let's bring in the fittest meteorologist with the tightest polo shirts in southeast Wisconsin. (laughs) This guy is flexing. He's forecasting. He's getting it done. He is Brian Isnanski. You're looking good, my man. Uh, (laughs) I'm blushing here at the Harley Davidson Museum. Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Sitting in the car here in the storm chaser. Uh, I had to to flex down here, guys. There's a lot of tough guys down here. That's right. You can hang with all those bikers. That's right. They got nothing on you. All it needed was 70 degrees and the fleece comes off. But uh, I will say, I I, I was just talking to producer Adam here, and he was like, what do you got on, a schmedium? And I'm like, dude, honestly, this is a large. But, like, I don't know what Banana Republic is doing with their larges because this is definitely not a large. Like, this might be the last time I wear this one. I I threw it on first time, and I'm like, wait a minute. It's all right. I I got the wrong in this selfie, Niz, you look tasteful in your steel gray polo. You don't look like you're fishing for compliments or, you know. You're ripped, dude. <laughs> yeah. Start doing some push-ups and really impress the bike riders right. tonight at, yeah. at bike night. <laughs> I would have a serious problem if, like, in between my, like, first and main weather, if I, like, go inside and just start cranking out push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be outstanding. Oh, that would be so good. No, it, it's really, it, honestly, it's really cool down here, guys. They have their uh, Thursday night concert series down here, and all the different bikes bikers come in. They're from different parts of southeastern Wisconsin. They're showing off their bikes, and pretty soon the music's going to get going. And it's actually a really nice evening out here. Yeah, it's a great venue down there. And it's fun for non-riders just to see all the bikes mm-hmm. and yeah. people who have pride in them. And some of them are really customized and enjoy music yeah. on a nice outdoor night. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know what? Like, I think a lot of people will, like, have your stereotypical biker, but there are so many different walks of life down here. I mean, it it truly, like, it truly is kind of a a melting pot in Milwaukee uh, down here, which I find uh, fantastic. And and then to mix it up even more, uh, one of the cruise ships is in town, and they were dumping off passengers here earlier. You know, they had the tour buses, and they were walking around, taking in the sights. And I think this is exactly what they envisioned. You know what I mean? When you bring in people from around the world, Bring them down here, check it out, and it was actually really cool to see. Man, that is awesome. All right, Mr. Universe, what does tonight and the next couple of days look like? <laughs> uh, you know, as we head into tonight, we do have um, that still that haze, that wildfire smoke. You may have noticed it again today. That's really not going anywhere, and it might even become a bigger of a problem late tonight and into tomorrow. I'll explain in a second. Uh, but we do have a chance of some showers and storms after midnight tonight. Low temperature of 54. Air quality alert goes into effect tomorrow for all of southeastern Wisconsin. Some of that smoke could actually work down to the surface to the point where our air quality goes down, and you might even be able to smell it during the day tomorrow. High temperature 63. Saturday, hazy sun 65. Hazy sun on Sunday 71. And then Monday, 
Partly cloudy to mostly sunny, 65, inland 72. Overall, a really nice May weekend ahead if we can just kick away some of this wildfire smoke. All right. Good stuff. Brian Nisnansky down at the uh, HD Museum Complex. Good to, to talk to you. Thank you, Niz. All right. Yep. See you guys. Later. 543 at WTMJ. That, his polo didn't seem too tight, did it? I didn't did think it? so at all. I thought it was very appropriate. He looks appropriate. good, actually. He's very fit. He's, I play pickleball with him. I would him. say he's a pickleball king, isn't oh, he? Oh, he's like a jackrabbit. <laughs> he is. He's, like, unstoppable. It's funny to watch him and Vetrano go at it. That's, it, it's, it's a physical matchup that I wouldn't expect. Vetrano's, uh... Vetrano's very good. Vetrano played college tennis, and ah. he thinks he's good at pickleball. So it's fun to watch them. A little trash talking. Yeah, oh, a lot of trash talking, that's for sure. We're playing tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Uh, 543 at WTMJ.